Good evening, ladies. Welcome to Pete's Paranormal Chronicles. I am, of course, your host, Pete Schwartz. You're going to want to sit down when you listen to this particular Paranormal Chronicle, for it is our most exciting story ever. Don't believe me? Then change the station, you fucking coward. Our story begins on a brisk fall morning in downtown Halifax, Nova Scotia. A local bar and grill known as the Discount Boot Emporium is open for business. For the workers in the kitchen, this is just another day of dishwashing and microwaving. The rats climb up the walls on extension cords, gripping the wire and shooting up the walls. The workers ignore them, as usual, but they aren't prepared for what is to come. They weren't prepared for Ratbo, the warrior king of rats. Yes, Ratbo is about to make his first public appearance and claim his first victim. This is Bob Silver, former dishwashing employee of the Discount Boot Emporium. The rats are entering the restaurant from an old storage closet. It was the side that faced the old Chronicle Herald building, and that's where the rats, for the most part, you know, came in and out of. According to Bob, the chef at the time stayed late one night with a BB gun and shot what he claimed was about 20 rats in one evening. These rats were huge, some of them bigger than a floor tile. The exterminator tried poison, but that just meant there were now dead rats in the walls that the other rats would eat. The old shitty fucking Jerry the janitor, he would talk about seeing them just all the time. You know, fighting and killing them. Some say he loved them. Anyway, he was a fucking shitty fucking janitor. Yes, it was just another day at the discount boot emporium. That is... Until Ratbo arrived. John Ratbo, named after Rambo from Rambo, was first spotted in the area between the Boot Emporium and the Mollusk, known as Knife Fight Alley, where the staff traditionally would have knife fights. This extraordinary rat was about three feet long, with half a tail missing and a little eye patch over his left eye. Ratbo is chasing Bob the dishwasher into the dish pit where he's attempting to drown him by sticking the hose in his mouth and running it while strangling him at the same time. Bob narrowly escapes his grasp and runs for the Citadel Hills, screaming, Workers comp! Workers comp! Over and over again. But Ratbo is just getting started. He swiftly grabs a chef knife and stabs a cook named Martin Weaver directly in the liver, killing him almost instantly. From there, he leaps onto the counter, grabs a food prep mallet, and cracks it into the skull of another cook, Daniel Jacobs, bashing his head about 30 times until his brains spill out on the floor. What followed can only be described as a series of B-movie death scenes. In fact, 
A small portion of the following murder was recorded by a customer who accidentally hit record on their audio recording device. Just a warning, what you are about to hear may disturb you. And what happened next? Spoiler alert, another dead body, this time in the basement. Just two days ago, the property owner, Edward Freeman, found the body of his kitchen manager, Donnie Wilson. His lifeless face twisted into a scream of unrecordable horror. The bloody corpse was covered with bruises, multiple gunshot wounds to the stomach. And what does Ed Freeman do then, you may ask? Does he call the police like any normal person would do? No. Instead, for some fucked up reason, he calls me. Hello. Hey, is this Pete? Yeah. My friend listens to your show, and he suggested I get in touch. Um, I, I, okay, so I'm actually recording this conversation. Um, are you cool with that? Uh, in that case, I... Better not get into any details about the murder, but I've got a crazy situation going on down here at the Discount Boot Emporium. A giant rat is murdering my employees, and I don't know what else to do. You should see the workers' comp forms I have to fill out. Uh, all right, uh, let's let's back it up a bit. So basically, we have a bad rat problem. A big bad one at that. He looks just like Rambo from the movie Street Fighter. As a matter of fact, we call him Ratbo. Rambo isn't from Street Fighter, you idiot. Whatever, man. We call him Ratbo because he's got this little eye patch and, like, half a tail. A tattoo of a lightning bolt and the words of fuck shit around it. Um, okay, I'm listening. This rat is destroying my kitchen. I came in this morning and he smashed all the dishes all over the floor. He's scaring away all the customers. And, well, I shouldn't tell you over the phone, but what the hell. He's murdered five of my employees. Well, six now. I just found my kitchen manager dead in the basement this morning. Whoa, whoa, man. You better call the cops for that one. I, I can't... Uh... But it's Ratbo that killed him, you see. This thing is like a rat out of hell. And I can't go to the police, because they'd never believe me. We can't stop him, because he's so damn fast and strong. Big, too. He's like three feet nose to tail. Are you fucking with me? Don't fuck no, with me, man. I'll bust your head. shit, man. I'm telling you the truth. Look, why don't you just come down here to the bar, and you can see for yourself. There's a lot of weird shit going on here, man. Just wait till you see the tunnels. Tunnels? What Come tunnels? on down to the boot emporium. I'll buy you a beer and show you what I'm talking about. You won't uh, regret fine. it. Fine. I'll be there in, uh, 27 hours. 27 hours? So tomorrow, then? Uh, sorry I can't come sooner. It's the anniversary of my father's death, and I'm on my way to visit his grave. Oh, uh, sorry for your loss. Oh, no, it's not a big deal, really. He died before I was born. Oh, wait. What? See you tomorrow, Ed. P. Schwartz here, at a graveyard, on the anniversary of my father's death. Um, just talking to myself. 
standing in front of the grave. That's right. My dad is dead. For those of you who haven't been paying close attention, he's a ghost, in fact. A ghost. Dad. <laughs> oh, this sucks so much that you're gone. You're gone. You're just so fucking gone. I need you now more than ever. There are so many things I want to tell you. So many unanswered questions. I wish you were here, Ghost Dad. Peter. Dad? Is that really you? Have you... Have you been with me this whole time? Oh, that's a nice thought. But no, actually. I just got out of purgatory. I wish I could have come sooner. I could have prevented all of this. Prevented what? <sighs> Pete's Paranormal Chronicles. You ruined your whole life and countless others making this trash. For the love of God, Pete, drop the mic. Never. But yeah, I mean, I guess maybe. Well, the real reason I have come here tonight is to warn you. My son, do not follow the rat. You must choose a different path. Why not? What do you know anyway? Fuck you, ghost dad. Now you listen here. Stay away from the discount boot emporium, son. The time has come for you to leave the paranormal world behind. The time has come to follow in your old pa's foot tracks. You, you can't tell me what to do. Get into politics, like I did. You could be mayor someday. Mayor? You think I should run for mayor? Trust me, my son. Do not go into that bar tomorrow looking for that rat. If you do, you die. Are you fucking kidding? Ah, shit. The winds are taking me. Please, just, just fucking listen for once. Go back to school. Go into politics. Run for office. Mayor. A few days passed after that encounter with my ghost dad, and I gave myself a lot of time to drink and think. His ghostly words had weight. It was all starting to make more sense. Politics, of course. Politics. After all, when you go back and break it all down, that's where all this shit started. Or, well... I should say, the moment I decided to drop out of university, that's, that's when my life went to hell. Mayor P. Schwartz. P. Schwartz, mayor of Halifax. Has a nice ring to it, no? Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Fuck this paranormal bullshit. I quit. But not before I find out what's going on with this rat.
Hey there. Is Ed around? I'm supposed to meet him here today. Oh, sure. He's just in the kitchen. You must be here to talk about Rappo, huh? Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, now, have you seen this thing? Or is Ed just insane? Yeah, I've seen him. I was working last night when he sprayed napalm everywhere. Jesus H. Fuck. Yeah, he uses cooking oil, grease, and alcohol to make chemical weapons like Agent Orange, napalm, and stuff. It's kind of cute, actually. He's a clever rat. You gotta give him that. Rumor has it, he fought in the Vietnam War. Pretty cool, eh? Mm, not really, no, no. Anyway, I'll go get Ed. He's been waiting for you. I'm getting some seriously bad vibes from this place already. Not a good sign. Pete, so glad you could make it. Sure, Ed. I, I don't have much time, unfortunately, but... Uh, no problem. Just gonna show you around the basement for a few minutes. Do you want a beer? No thanks. I'm high as fuck, and I'd like to keep it that way. Fair enough. Right this way, Mr. Schwartz. Good God, it smells like death down here. Yeah, we got rid of the body, but the stench won't go away. I apologize. I'm used to it. Hmm. So the hole in the wall here, this must be the tunnel you mentioned earlier. Is this where Ratbo came from? Yes, but here's the thing. It's not just one tunnel. It's a whole system of tunnels. I've had maintenance crews and engineers in here, and they said the hole is an access point. Access to the secret tunnels below the streets of Halifax. If the legend is true, you can crawl through here and reach a passageway from the fortress on Citadel Hill to Fort Charlotte on Georges Island. You see, the tunnels were originally built below the streets to move troops around the city in secret. Wow. A secret network of underground tunnels? This is so fucking boring. I saw another one. Another rat just like 10 minutes before you got here. It was huge, like Ratbo. Only this one looked like Jean-Claude Van Damme from that movie Universal Soldier. Is that so? Another rat, another action hero. Seems that way, yeah. Now there's two of them on the loose, and I'm afraid for my life, Pete. I don't know what to do. Why not set the place on fire? Start fresh. I can't do that. Look, I'd like to help you, but... I'm giving up on the paranormal life. I'm done. I have to get to work on my campaign. Campaign? Yeah, I'm running for mayor. You? Really? It's not official yet, but I'm definitely thinking about it, yeah. Why not me? I'm, I'm a smart guy. Oh, of course. Of course you are, Pete. It's just a funny coincidence, because I'm also running for mayor. Is that so? Well, good luck with that, Ed. And good luck with all these teenage mutant ninja rats or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I hope they don't kill you. I need your help. What if I made a donation to your campaign? I can't help you. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand? That's nothing. Okay, how about fifty thousand? Now that's what I call a deal. Fantastic. Thank you, Mr. Schwartz. First things first, I need to make a landline phone call. 
After all, I can't solve this case and run a mayoral campaign all on my own. Thank you for calling the Penny Lane Mental Institution. How may I help you today? Hello, I'm looking for D.B. Cooper. It's his friend Pete calling. Oh, I'm afraid Mr. Cooper is no longer staying with us. He checked himself out a few weeks ago and joined a biker gang. The Hells Angels, or so I'm told. Dog damn it. Really? You guys just let that happen? You're, you're just okay with him doing that? Here at Penny Lane, we help sick people. We don't judge. Double dog damn it. Well, can you at least tell me where the, the Hells Angels are hanging out these days? I mean... Hmm. Not sure, but my guess would be Ralph's place in Dartmouth. The strip club. I know what Ralph's place is. Triple dog, damn it. Now I'm going to have to go undercover and infiltrate the Hells Angels in order to convince D.B. Cooper to help me crack the case of the Halifax Mystery Tunnels. Uh, hello? You still there? Next time on Pete's Paranormal Chronicle. Tune in next week. Same PPC time, same PPC channel.